All right. I need you to um, explain in depth your recent party foul. <laughs> so, um, I did a stream yesterday. So, the the mistake number one for anyone who is like... Um, mistake number one is being a streamer. Well, yeah. You're just being online. Obviously. Being black and online is... Every day you one. stray further from Christ. Right. But the second mistake was... Um, so, I have a very strict policy when it comes to my Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, and like Trovo, whatever other goof cares about this stream too what the fuck is that yeah okay, um cool. <laughs> um no drama i don't watch other streamers to like critique their content or any shit like that the only time i watch other streamers content or other youtubers or whatever is when i find it pertinent to what i'm talking about informational then we'll watch it um the only time i've really watched stuff to critique it was with like someone else uh big princess who's kind of like uh I don't want to say my protege, but she's like mad younger than me, and we talk about the same stuff. So I you could say protege, I guess. It just it feels like I don't know. I don't. I'm anti hierarchical. I'm an anarchist, man. You feel me? But like anyway, so um. Well, you can be anti hierarchical and still recognize that there's like a tiered system, especially true. in learning. Like there's yeah. still teachers in unilateral systems. Facts. But she teaches me a lot of shit a lot of the time. But anyway, um. So I don't do the whole going back and forth with other streamers thing. I'll do that shit on Twitter because it's Twitter. That's literally what Twitter is for. Um, it's like 240 characters. I'm not about to go into like how the COINTELPRO fucking assassinated Martin Luther King. Like you can't do that on Twitter. Um, so I went back on my rule and there's, I'm not even going to say his name. There was another particular streamer who, um, who inserted himself into a conversation that I was having with some other streamers about Amir Locke. Um, and we kind of got into a little beef, I guess. And we went back and forth on Twitter. And um, Friday, this last Friday, I talked about him on my stream. So naturally, he had to watch my stream and was like, call me subhuman, all this other nonsense. Super not racist. I, exactly, right? <laughs> Super not racist. But because he uses that word to refer to individuals and not entire ethnic groups, it's not racist, if you ask him. I like the logic in that because that's like being like, okay, look, it's cool. Um, I can say whatever slur because I'm, I'm calling an individual that. And right. The whole group. It's giving, it, you know what it's giving? It's giving, there's a difference between niggers and black people. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I was, about, right. I was just, I was Yeah, right, right. That. Yeah, yeah. That, that literally is like, <laughs> there's black people and then there's, yeah. like Right, yeah, for sure. You know. But, but yeah, so I went in with Bink last night and we talked about that and both got kind of upset because it's, it's, we, I got emotional. I don't know about Bink, but I got emotional because we were talking literally about the struggle of just being fucking black in America, let alone black and online and the context of the conversation and mm -hmm. bad faith actors in the space, people who are, if they're not Nazis, very fucking heavily Nazi adjacent, right? The, the Nazi adjacent thing is like, there's, there's nuance to it in the sense where like, <clears throat> it's like back in the day where it's like if you were 186th Native American, you were Native American. And right, then like yeah, blood over. quantum shit, yeah. If you're like 120 whatever, like Nazi, you're a fucking Nazi, Fact. bro. Like you can't like dabble yeah, in Nazis. Right. Like as soon as like you stare into that abyss and it stares back at you, you're just That's like it. tainted. Like yeah. you're, it's done. You got to work hard as fuck to come back from that. But that's not what the space is. The space is toxic white men being toxic and... Which on the real, unfortunately, is why the once you dip into Nazism, right. you stay there because you're tainted. Exactly. And so the Nazis are like, "Hey, they're not going to like you anymore because you were speaking, you know, against speaking the grain." Speaking truth to power. Yeah. So you can just like hang out with us, even though you're not like a full Nazi yet, and that's how everyone gets radicalized. Right. Exactly. For sure. But um, I fucked up. I raided out, but forgot to end stream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And uh, I'm glad I didn't do like my normal like post stream ritual, which is like beat my dick and then like <laughs> the, basically like go to sleep. Yeah, like I when you when you mentioned that like you left the stream on, 
Yeah. I'm getting like American Pie vibes. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> like it's just like, there's oh my God, uh, what the did dude, you do? uh, DSP, Dark Side Phil. He's a YouTuber that, that, that did that. Fucking forgot that he was still alive and pulled his meat out on camera. You know what I mean? But, um, so what I did was almost as bad. I, the person who raided me is another, like, uh, you know, anarchist streamer who talks about police brutality, direct action, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I joined him and we had a conversation about this whole sphere of like toxic white men. But this was supposed to be off the record. This was, li- yeah, this was supposed to be like, I have my gun out and everything. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. I was I, I was like using my fucking uncomplete my incomplete gun as a fidget toy, just like loading a magazine, cocking it and shit. But um, he fucking we were getting into a conversation about this other streamer who is kind of the leader of the space and is who everyone he, he's whose coattails everyone rides. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so he got pissed. Because he's also supposed to be in Poland right now talking to refugees from Ukraine and thus far has not had anything to show for it. The only thing I've seen from my position, and I could be wrong, he could be like, I need to edit stuff, blah, 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 even though he literally has his editor with him. Um, I haven't seen any, anything that would resemble the work that he said he was going out there to do. I've just seen him on vacation, basically. The only way that I would be salty as like a third party to that, or you know, as like someone who would give commentary to like, what are you doing, bro? Is if that trip was crowdfunded. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know if specifically that trip was crowdfunded. He said he spent twenty thousand dollars of his own money to do it, and I don't know. To what do he, motherfucking what? Go out there. How the fuck is it going to cost you twenty grand to go to goddamn Poland? Who knows? But that's what he said, and. The other, the other end of that is, I don't know what he does besides stream. So it could very well be crowdfunded. That could be stream money, in which case, yeah, fuck you. Even if that's not the case, he, you said you were going out to do out there to do something. Like, there's yeah. he, like I'm sure there's people that could use that money and your pull and shit in your fucking mm-hmm. backyard. Yep. But you yep. wanted to go out to Poland to talk to people in Ukraine because that's you go the out and get your right Michael now. Tracy on and be a real journalist. Right. Exactly. Fucking- go to the front lines and talk to some people that's right i think like uh, not even off topic war tourism it's so fucking silly and gross and like like i don't know like unless you're if you're going overseas to like provide actual mutual aid if you're over there to like fucking help that's Mm -hmm. sick yeah but like going over there to like fun like to like source material for your goddamn sub stack yeah is gross yeah i haven't like i haven't and don't get me wrong the whole primary sources thing is important especially when it comes to that type of environment but um like you said my attitude would be completely different if he was posting pictures like we gave out this much aid whatever whatever and he might very well be doing that and not be talking about it because why isn't my boy doing the, the shitty instagram cell phone selfie of Hey, what's up? Like, you know, I'm at the fucking corner of, you know, in this town. That's, well, that's what he's doing. It's like him with sunglasses on at this corner, but it's all tourist photos. Like, it's not. Oh, it's not him. Like, see, I'm saying it'd be cool if it was like him, like in the proverbial trenches of giving aid. No, I'm at the le- soup kitchen. I'm at the bread line. No, I'm- it's legit tourist photos and him joking about the fact that people like me call him a fed. <laughs> cool. Right. Cool. Super cool. But he's drank his own Kool-Aid, so that's and he's literally surrounded by nothing but sycophants because of how he moves with his platform so but suffice it to say we all the things that i'm saying right now i said about him in the the course of that conversation in so many words with this other dude that had some other wild shit to say about him um thusly when he was supposed to be or rather he was in poland right now um ostensibly for the purposes of getting these stories from these primary sources to boost their voices even though they really don't need that 
Um, I mean, it's not the worst thing. It's not the best thing to do to help. It's not people, the worst. It's, it's not the worst. Like, yeah. If you're gonna do it, that's fine. Cool. I still think it's like it's silly, silly but... and like war profiteering and clout, right? Chasey. Yeah. But like, I mean, I guess you're doing. I don't know. You're doing more than me technically. So right. Like, right. Rats off to you, but I, but uh, I mean, I'll admit readily, I don't give a fuck. There's way people can deal, but um. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm kind of right there with you to a, a like, large extent. But um. So, um, yeah, fucking, um, he spent like two hours today watching that. He might still be going talking about me. Like he spent his whole day mad because he thought we were friends because I was going to be one of his own only friends. Like I offered when I first met him and we first started doing stuff together and I was like, cool, this dude's big. I can use his views to like what I did with food, not bombs, yeah, yeah. even though that was a bust because in the grand scheme of things, what he contributed was not that much. But um, I played nice with him because I don't know if you heard me saying before, like this dude's clearly the gatekeeper in the space. I at the very least have to be civil with him if I don't want to just immediately fucking kneecap my stream career and ruin my ability to get clicks for mutual aid fund because that's mm -hmm. literally yeah. all I care about. I don't give a fuck about being a famous streamer or making partner. Like I care, obviously. Yeah. But the 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 goal for that is to get eyeballs so that people's when I do that type of stuff, it's effective. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how you get followers is right. to siphon them off from other people, and it's like it's right. well, predatory, yeah. but it's also just that's the just name how of the it fucking works. Game. Networking, yeah. But um, yeah. So he was tight that um I had all the stuff to say to him behind the scenes, and also was talking about uh because I was talking about how like. It was off the record, so I'm going to talk my shit. And there was someone mm -hmm. else I was like, I'll beat the fuck out of that guy or something. I was talking about someone. Like, I think I was talking about Infrared. And he was like, if you can't say shit to people's faces or at least the Discord call, you got to say sneaky shit. Like, when you think you're off camera, then you wouldn't throw hands with anybody. And I want him to fucking test that theory when he comes back from Poland. Because he lives 30... Well, I'm not going to... I It wouldn't be hard for us to meet up. Put it that way. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's, he was just super fucking tight about it. Got all these other like destiny orbiters and shit to dogpile me because that's, that's, he's so unself-aware about the platform that he's built that he literally has people from destiny's community and they like crown destiny champion of their little debate WWF bullshit. And like to the point where now what destiny is doing right now, he got banned from Twitch for being a, a transphobe. Mm -hmm. And now he streams on fucking cozy TV where Nick Fuentes and Alex Jones and fucking Ryan Falk, the dude that was talking about how black people have smaller brains back in 2011, that where he streams. Quite the pantheon. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's quite um, the fucking crew to really settle in with. Yeah, just like you were saying earlier, like these white men act toxic and then get mad when you call them out in your toxicity and mm -hmm. then move to areas where that's acceptable. Well, that's that's just like classic like right wing radicalization. Even yeah. if they don't start out in that space, like as I mean, you're looking at fucking like that's literally the history of Stephen Crowder. Oh yeah, and Andy No and all them. Like, well, that's the same. That's the same ilk. Mm -hmm. Like these people yeah. pretend that they're different, but they're literally just like great value Ben Shapiro. Well, a lot of them, and I don't know the person who we're talking about, but like. Right. That whole vibe, that whole crew is just straight up like you don't really have a solid position. You don't really care about anything. Right. You just want to be famous on the internet for yeah. talking. You just have socked them in your bio yeah. so that. And but then as soon as you start getting like the Alex Jones bumps, you know what I mean? And you start right. getting like the InfoWars like 20 minute spots, you start getting the coverage like through the Daily Wire and shit. Then you start to become more sympathetic to these people who are being really nice to you. They're inviting mm -hmm. you to fucking Hooters. They're taking you seriously yep. as opposed to like, you know, Chapo Trap House making fun of you aside from like, you know, Dave Anthony and all these like people on Twitter, like just like calling you a fucking nerd. Like right. you find these like other like very fragile, like I got you, bro. Or, but like, but it's not even terrible. that because these people are so sensitive that like a 30 viewer Andy like me come into space and be like, you're a grifter. And now suddenly they're fucking like goose stepping. You know what I mean? Well, that's also like psychologically speaking, that's kind of like classic, like abuser like manipulator vibes where yeah. like you use the fact that you're being 
victimized even though you're really not to like yeah, justify right. like all the terrible shit that you do or like want to do yeah you're constantly like you don't care about you me you don't care about me you care about me and when the person's like fuck this i'm tired of dealing with this you're like see i told you you didn't care about me like, yeah you're just like oh, blah, 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 blah. life's so hard we're the bolsheviks <laughs> one should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Complete nonsense. nonsense. I'm just surprised that you got caught up in a. I, I, I'm glad that it, it really wasn't you with your literal dick. Yeah, like, I got. But the other thing that's cool is that I think it shows people that I'm actually a good dude and I have a good heart because I, like I said, I, I'm a good dude to have a good heart because I was playing with my gun and I was talking about beating <laughs> the shit out of somebody. You know, I'm but, a good dude. But that's dude. what I'm saying is like. These these people thought they're gonna catch me up in a wild situation because they say shit like call people subhuman and low IQ this that and the third call women stupid bitches and stuff right and I'm having a completely candid conversation that I think is completely off the record and I don't engage in any of them. Oh yeah, no, there are way worse things for you to have been caught on a hot right. mic. Yeah, saying and you then know have I mean? broadcasted out to seven hundred people. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like in, in, right, you know, like you you definitely. It could have gone way worse. Like, I I said I dropped I dropped a nigger and I dropped a faggot, but in both instances I was talking about when I was being called that. So it's fine. like yeah, right, yeah, exactly, fine. right. I have that's completely <laughs> fine. Yeah, that that I don't know. Like I've I've said that before. I think which is neither here nor there. But like if you want to use slurs, like if you're not calling someone the slur, I don't. It doesn't. It's not a big yeah. deal, dude. It's a fucking word, right? Like especially if you've been called that. Right. I had that argument, uh, it was like a pride or two ago, where I was like talking about being called a faggot all the time in middle school and high school, and some like very out and proud peacocking gay dude like tried to make a big thing out of it because I said the word. It's a difference when you're like calling someone that or like you're calling you're saying that just like to make a funny ha ha. Cause that's when it's like, nah, dog. Like, what if I think your mom's phone number and address is funny? Ha ha. You'd be upset if I said that shit out loud, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right then. But yeah, if someone's literally just like quoting someone else or like, yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, fuck that shit, dude. Um, I was telling you a little bit before we started recording, but I I had jury duty today. The worst jury duty experience I have ever had. Comic, comically bad like comically awful like scripted bad oh it was I, I felt like i was in like a like an office-esque like i'm jim looking for the camera just like is this happening constantly dude like it was just like a normal ass like rolling up to the courthouse like dude you're you done jury duty in the city i'm, I'm sure and i haven't done it now well Every place is different. Every county is different. Every, like, you know, basically every court jurisdiction. I got locked up for a narcotics charge, so I don't think I can do jury duty. I I don't think you can sit, but you might still have to go in. But also, I don't know if they'll call you in. I don't know. It it changes county to jurisdiction to jurisdiction is different. But, like, long, very long, boring story short is as soon as we got in there, like, Baltimore City is famous or infamous for like you sit in these fucking waiting rooms and you have to watch these movies and it's always like old ass like the same movies for like a year (laughs) so it's always like hitch and like x-men first class oh my god and like that kind of shit right so go into the fucking jury assembly room my group gets called fucking first like dead ass like 915 first damn we we have but we have to go across the street to the old fucking courthouse right so we walk across the fucking street. It's still cool out. Just morning, so it's fine. Get into the fucking courtroom. They go through the whole spiel, right? And they're like, "Lo, check it. This is a fucking murder case. It's going to be five fucking days." Damn. You know the dude who like they're accusing of murder is like maybe in his like mid 20s black dude, right? And they're like, "Yeah, it's a possession of gun thing and a murder thing." 
And so, you know, when you go to fucking court, or excuse me, when you go to, 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 yeah, when you go to court to be on the fucking jury, like, you can give them reasons why you can't sit on a jury. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they ask you all these fucking questions, and then you stand up, give your fucking juror number, and then, you know, then you have to later go up in front of the judge and be like, hey, here's why I can't fucking do it, right? So, like, that's a little cheat sheet I'll, I'll get at to after the jury, well, after the story, but like. We go through all this fucking bullshit, and it takes up until, like, fucking 1 o'clock, right? So we're in there from, like, around 9.30 to fucking 1 o'clock. Damn. Just sitting in this fucking room with no air conditioning. Damn. With, like, 75 fucking people. Like, everyone is just, like, sweating and shit, but you can't have, like, a t-shirt. Like, you have to, like, look presentable. Oh, God. So I have, like, a button-up shirt with, like, a fucking t-shirt underneath. Stripping sweat. Everybody in there is, like, fucking, like, they're at the goddamn Kentucky Derby just, like, fanning <laughs> themselves and shit. It was fucking it's insane. Twelve angry men. Dude, it was fucking nuts. And, like, everyone's getting fucking testy. Like, it was fucked. So then we get an hour fucking lunch. Shout out to Peter's Poorhouse. Went down there, saw the homies. It was great. It's the best spot to to spend your fifteen dollars of jury compensation. And they give you a fucking discount too, which is cool. If you you're nice. like I'm serving jury duty, they give oh, you like ten or fifteen percent off. That's just good business. Yeah, because <laughs> well, it's like they're you know like you, everyone gets fifteen bucks in cash. Yeah, so that's they, synergy, baby. Yeah, so they make it so it's like you can get a fucking sandwich and a beer, and that's like your you know yeah. your fucking your jury duty money, your right, pocket lunch. Yeah, yeah. So go back to the fucking courthouse, right? They they go to actually select the fucking jury. Takes them until three o'clock. So then you know you're only supposed to be there until like four ish, like four four thirty. Four thirty is where the courthouse fucking closes, right? So it's like a little after three. We have to walk back across the street to the fucking to the main building, right? This time it's getting fucking hot, so we're all sweating already. It's fucked up. We cross the fucking street, go back to the jury assembly room. 15 minutes fucking later, at 3.30, they call our fucking group again to go back to a last-minute fucking jury selection at the building we were just at. So then we all have to walk back across the street, and it is fucking hot as shit. So everyone is fucking pissed off. All the old people are, like, freaking the fuck out, right? So we get to the fucking building, and the court that the, the courtroom that we're supposed to report to is on the fifth fucking floor. You can only get there from an elevator, and there's only one working fucking elevator. So it took me a half hour to get from the lobby of the fucking courthouse to the fucking fifth floor. As soon as I get up on the fifth floor, everybody's standing in the hallway and like the, the clerk of, or the court officials are like, yeah, we actually like canceled y'all shit. Cause like we waited too long. And I guess no one told you guys you're already out the door by the time. And like, I don't know why the people downstairs didn't say anything. So like, you guys can just like go back to the other building and everyone's like, yo, it's four o'clock. Y'all close at four 30. We want to go home. Like, what the fuck? You guys aren't going to fucking call us. And they're like, well, you technically have to go back. And it's just like all these old heads being like, I'm going home and you can fucking find me if you want. Right. So then it took another half hour to get out of the hallway on the fifth floor down to the fucking like downstairs. And the whole time, all these fucking court like officials are like, you guys have to go to the other building. You have to go back to the original building and wait. You cannot fucking leave if they call you again. You fucking leave like you're going to get fucked. And so all the fucking nerds are like freaking out because they have to go back over. And then like me and some other guys are like, you don't have to, like, they're not going to fucking call us again. Like right. go the fuck home. So then we go back to the other courthouse. That's where I was getting picked up because I got my right. I like I hit up Nick and was like, can you fucking come get me? Like this is bullshit. And I, like they made everyone go back over. And then some dude just like walked in, went to the fucking jury assembly room. They were cleaning it. Like, told him to get the fuck out. Didn't know why he was sent back over here. So, like, everyone's losing their fucking minds. <laughs> like, because we've just been walked back and forth up fucking Lexington Street, like, so many fucking times. That's so ridiculous. No air conditioning in those fucking buildings. Like, one working fucking elevator. It was fucked up. And then, for, like, the 15 minutes I was in the, like, assembly room, we had to watch the, like, the all-female cast remake of Ghostbusters. Sounds lit. I've never seen it, but it was I've never like, seen it either. It was just like a miserable experience all day. Um, a cheat sheet thing, though. Um, so like, here's a... I don't know. I wanted to talk to you about this. So like serving on a jury, right? <laughs> How do you feel about it? Because like I found that there's like two schools when you're like into radical politics or you're into right. leftism or whatever, right? There's one camp that's like, fuck this at all costs. 
I don't want to fucking do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to fucking be here. Fuck the judicial system. Fuck the courts. Right. I'm not fucking doing it. The other side is I want to be on that jury no matter what so that I can make sure that justice is served properly mm. and this person doesn't get thrown into the system senselessly and right. stuff, right? And typically I go the fuck this route. And the easiest way to do that is when they ask, they'll ask you um, if a police officer presents evidence, are you more or less likely to believe it than a normal person? Mm. And every single time I have never sat on a fucking jury because I go up and I'm not lying. And I tell the fucking judge, like, look, I don't fucking trust the police. Right. I don't trust anything that they fucking say. Like, and they, they like make you elaborate. You can't just be like, fuck the police. Like right, you have to yeah. actually explain it. And mm-hmm. then, I'm, you know, and then I just tell them, you know, it's like, it would take a lot of evidence for me to believe a cop over a normal person. Right. Like you really, really, really are going to have to put in like the hours. I'm, I'm going to need footage from like three different angles, oh, yeah, exactly. two forms of government ID, mm-hmm. a blood test. Like, yeah. I need everything, dog. Everything. Yeah. And that's pretty much a guarantee that the state's attorney is not going to pick you as a fucking jerk because you're not going to be impartial. Right. You know? And so like, that's kind of like what I've always done and what a lot of the people who I know who are in that camp, you know, will yeah. just be like, yeah, just tell them fuck the cops. Like I, I, <laughs> I met this like older woman who like was like, I want to go home. I don't want to be here. And I told her that. And she's like, wait, you can do that. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> dude, you can just tell them that you don't fucking believe cops. And so when they asked the question, like, please stand if, you know, if, if you wouldn't believe a cop's testimony, we were the only two people who stood up. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it was tight. It was like, That's very, lit. like, and she just like started giggling and I was like, yeah, man, like they're not going to fucking choose us. Now. Yeah. But like, you know, how do you feel about it? It's interesting because I've never had to serve jury duty, like I said, but um, I can see the validity in like both points of view. Um, And just from like a fucking like slacktivist, like lazy standpoint. Yeah, it's way easier to just go fuck this. I'm not doing this route because it requires no effort. But um, I can totally understand if you're like in fucking out like Carroll County or something mm-hmm. and you're like, and it's a fucking just bullshit, you know, it's a bullshit case, like a murder case or something. And you're like, I'm going to hang the fuck out of this jury because I know these people are going to send this dude up the river just because they want to get the fuck out of here or whatever. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, no, I definitely think that like that position also like comes from an inherent place of privilege where you are getting compensated for your time oh, off of yeah. work also. Yeah, exactly. That too, for You know, because, sure. like, I don't know too many people who aren't, like, at salaried positions who can afford to do a multi-day trial because you only get $15 in the city. Right. Someone actually did the fucking meme. I'm sorry, that made me think of it. Cause someone actually did the fucking meme on Twitter today where they were like, actually, this is why uh, legacy business hates gig work. Here's how you can actually leverage a, a gig work into a career. First, you rent out your property. And I'm like, okay, dude. Yep, all right. Here we go. Here it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Oh, no. Like, that's like, it's, it really is like, I don't know too many people who can afford to sit on a jury, which is like, fuck I sure up. as fuck can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, my fucking, you know, like, my my company like the people i work for and with we're all very tight right you know so i'm texting them throughout the day because like they need to know fucking yesterday if i need to take off five fucking days yeah right you know and then they were like dude tell the fucking court that you can't do it because like your job would fucking freak out like because you work (laughs) for a small business and you can't sit for five like yeah which is crazy because when you go into court like and it's so fucking nuts because like you go in there and they just like blast you with this like pro like american democracy like propaganda Mm -hmm. right so it's all this like you know sitting on a court is your civic duty to the judicial system of the united states and to the state of maryland and the city of baltimore and it's it's your it's your duty as a citizen to provide this service, and this is what makes America the great. The only civic the duty I give a fuck about is snow is plowing your fucking like shoveling out your parking space and not putting a chair there. So I only give them. Oh man, 
I don't know if people are going to really understand. I didn't really see that until I moved to the city, but that's... When I lived on uh, fucking 35th Street during the blizzard in 2016, there was so much snow on the ground, I couldn't even see my car. I just saw the antenna poking up. And I spent four hours shoveling that shit so I could fucking go to work to deliver pizzas. And I came back and someone put a fucking chair in my parking space. That's my chair and my parking space. Yeah, I, when I tell you I launched that shit... I hit the fucking, the John McEnroe with that shit. I launched that shit in the middle of the street. Dude, I, it's, I have seen more like weather based physical altercations. It like when it comes <laughs> to fucking like people putting chairs and cones and then someone moving it than anything else. But yeah, so you, you, when you, when you sit in fucking jury duty, they, they give you all these fucking like, it's your job as an American to do this. Fine. You know, like on paper. Right? Like, it, yeah, it's fucking sick that we live in a place where, like, you put theory. These are, I'm speaking on theoreticals, right? Because we know how the justice system works. Here. Right. The idea that, like, you're judged by your peers and then, like, sentenced accordingly is cool. Like, that's, like, a radical idea. Like, if it worked how it's supposed to, right. it'd be fucking dope. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't. But also, like, part, like, I was thinking about this so much while I'm like shuffling to and fro these fucking rooms where it's like, how are you going to say it's a privilege and it's a right and it's a duty when, like, it is so difficult for me to get here? You don't compensate me correctly. Like, Frackle was talking about how, not, I mean, obviously the police, but also that whole justice system is designed specifically to take power away from the community. Oh, 100%. And they, they make it so difficult to like do like your what they then tell you is your civic duty like right you know so no one wants to fucking be here everyone's just fucking pissed off like no one wants to fucking serve like and but then you're, you're you sit there and like this is a cornerstone of america well a cornerstone <laughs> of america is completely rotting out and the foundation is about to give right like, slavery was a cornerstone of america too we exactly don't do well, like, I mean, we're, we do. Well, we still but, have that. I mean, like but, the prison industrial complex right, and yeah. the NFL. Like it's right. still fucking, you know. <laughs> NFL combine, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's dark. It's so fucking dark. But no, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy that like one of these things, like a pillar of Americanism is so inaccessible to most people. And like, you know, I wasn't fucking like interviewing people, man on the street, you know, bullshit while I was in there. But like, I'm I'm talking, you know, everyone's kind of like gets that weird like camaraderie of like, we're all stuck in here together, boys. Right. You know, and every single person. Trauma bonding. Honestly, that's <laughs> what it is. It felt like you're, you know, you're just like out in the fucking wild. It was like naked and afraid. But like, <laughs> but dude, like I, I'm talking to people, I'm hearing other people talk and like you're seeing like the, this like, this ecosystem where people who would never, ever, ever speak to each other. Right. Are now kind of like commingling reluctantly, mm-hmm. some of them. And no matter what, like, perceived, like, from my, you know, point of view, from where I was sitting, like, your economic or, or socioeconomic class, even, like, whatever, wherever you're coming from, whatever you are, right? Middle class, working class, rich, you know, black, white, man, woman, like, whatever, like, ethnicity you're, like, presenting, right. like, whatever, like, religious, like, affiliation you're presenting, because there was a decent amount of that, even though you're, like, not supposed to. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, people wearing like various like paraphernalia and signifiers for oh, like, yeah. for that stuff, which yeah. like, I guess you're like, if I'm really into it, you're not going to tell me I can't do it. But also right. it's like, I thought you aren't supposed to like yeah. do that at court. But, okay, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not a fucking bailiff. I don't care. But like everyone was saying the same shit where they're just like, this is super inconvenient. We're not getting fucking paid. It's a pain in the ass to get down here. They don't give you free parking. So like you have to either take the bus, you have to get a ride from a homie like me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to fucking, like, walk, ride your fucking bike. If you do park, like, that's a huge chunk of the measly $15 that they give you. Right. Like, it's just, like, it. they have sucked all of, like, the patriotism out of this act to where it's not, like, a civic service and a privilege. It's a fucking burden. Yeah. Like, it. it's just, it's like. It's supposed to be. Yeah, but it's it's just, like, so funny. Almost. It's, like, it's fucked up funny. The propaganda is, is like, yeah. it's just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't be, you should feel bad for being miserable because we have made this so difficult for you because right. like, this is what makes America different than Russia when McCarthy was like getting drunk as shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's the like, actual 1984 shit where it's like slavery is freedom, strength, yeah. weakness is strength, like all this 
crazy shit. Yeah, it, it was just like mind boggling. Oh, speaking of fucking mind boggling, the shooting that happened today. Ooh, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, because um, I have one of my co-streamer buddies. Uh, he is in New York and is in Brooklyn, like you know, every other day. Is in Brooklyn frequently, rather. And we were talking about it. Um, another dude that I streamed with um, was talking about how he hasn't heard from someone who's from there in a while. I was kind of worried. And the. Oh, what? They didn't mark safe on Facebook? Nah. Um, and the. Discourse, I'm sorry, that shit is goofy. It is fun. goofy. It's goofy as it's shit. It's extremely it's, it's goofy. It's so goofy. I wonder if we're going to ha- like like uh, fucking New York Transit Authority, like oh, uh, fucking um, the, the like the um like well, the, the facebook thing you know what i mean like yeah. the fucking like the filters and the fucking add-ons right you know? well that was the funny thing tweet i stand that, with the mta <laughs> well that was the funny tweet that i saw somebody was like well if only he had jumped the term style they would have called him asap 100 like, <laughs> if that dude was smoking a cigarette on the train he would have got fucking 15 knees to his neck yeah before. right they would have beat his ass immediately yeah. but um so do you want to run down sort of what happened um as far as, much as, as we know because i only became aware of it because it's Twitter, so I found out everything backwards, where it's I, the discourse came first. I was like, what the fuck is everyone talking about? And then I kind of looked into it. What I know is that on the subway, someone set off some bombs or something. Had There were some undetonated IEDs, and the guy was just like, you know, dumping the mag and shooting people on the train. And dipped off and they're still looking for him yeah apparently it was like some dude who was strapped the fuck up in construction gear with a gas mask mask. in brooklyn and he opened fire and like tried to throw off a bunch of fucking explosives and then dumped his stash and dipped and they couldn't find him yeah they still don't know who he is um, which is mind-boggling given the fact that the NYPD's budget is more than most military. Yeah, I was going to say, that surveillance state up there is real. No, I was having a uh, conversation with another streamer because I was talking about um, Maryland or Baltimore's like surveillance state with um, the shot watcher or shot clocker, whatever it's called. With the, our fucking drone? Yeah, the drone, uh-huh. the spy plane, the Which ghetto is bird. something that people fucking like bring that up and act like they haven't heard about it, but like there is constantly a drone flying over Baltimore City yeah. at all times. Like for mm-hmm. people who don't know for some reason, if your head is that deep in the sand, right? look it up. There is a drone that is constantly surveilling Baltimore City, specifically right. the, the east side because that's where yeah. the black people are, you know, but it's, Th- that it's up there. Half of the black butterfly, yeah. Yep. But um, yeah, um, it's crazy that they got all them fucking cameras, all them microphones, all that shit all over the city, and they still can't catch this dude. I mean, they'll give you a fucking speeding ticket. They'll give oh, you yeah, a jaywalking you'll, you'll ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'll catch You'll get stopped and frisked ASAP. Yeah, but. if you run a fucking, if you hop a turnstile, if you run a fucking toll, if you do anything up there, if you park right. near a fucking fire hydrant within five minutes, you will be towed. Yeah. But you can shoot up a subway. Yeah, you can totally just throw the war master and a sleight and of hand perks on and fucking take a bag full of AKs and shit into the, the subway. Nothing happens. Fucking, yeah. yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't want to like be too macabre about it because like we can speak likely and we can joke, but like it's fucked. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh, you, it, already, you know how I carry it. Yeah. <laughs> you already know how I move. Well, exactly. And it's like, it, it's fucking scary. Like I immediately, like once I was, I was like able to like, kind of like look online. Like I saw so many people commenting on like the big news articles being like, well, I'm never taking the subway again. Like, thanks. I'm afraid now, you know, and right. like, which is like such a weird take that I saw. I assumed that it was a black person because the discourse that I saw was, um, I don't about, think it was a black person because okay. they got fucking caught immediately. Yeah. Well, that's true. But I, it was, I kept seeing how, uh, conservatives are going to use this somehow is to increase the surveillance and increase the police. Need. I mean, that kind of is like where my tinfoil hat brain goes first is like, okay, this is going to be used to fund the police. This is like an anti-defund the police thing. Right. You know, the fact that this person is using like IEDs and like using these like weapons that you need to theoretically train to use like points towards some kinds of like armed trainment. 
like training and the easiest way to do that is like through the military which includes mm-hmm. like the police so like that might be a little not false flaggy but a little inside jobby right there like but the other angle is um if you i'm not a two-way guy because i don't give a fuck about the constitution but i am a gun guy so mm-hmm. like the other angle of that is that Joe Biden's trying to push through the anti-ghost gun shit right now yeah. to make it so you have to do a background check for like any piece of the firearm. Like if you want to get a fucking new barrel for your Glock, you got to wait like two weeks for a background check to go through. And that Larry kind of Hogan shit. passed a similar thing where it's yeah. like, like mandatory five years or something if yeah. they catch you with a fucking ghost gun. Mm-hmm. A ghost gun, I think we talked about before, is um wait that's real. That's yeah. a thing. Yeah, Yikes. it's like going. It's that's like one of the. Yeah, that's like one of the last <laughs> things that like he's like really pushing before he gets out to make himself look better for the GOP caucus when he inevitably mm-hmm. runs for senator or the house or something. Is um he is really 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 he's really hyper focused on the idea that the crime in Baltimore City is being done by people with unregistered firearms, aka ghost guns. So that's what like Annapolis has been focusing on like during the end of this legislative section session and also like during like Larry Hogan's like end as governor is like that's the big thing. The big things are like weed legalization and gun out- crime and outlawing and further restricting citizens' rights to firearms. Right. And Which is crazy because if you understood the amount of effort that goes into making a ghost gun, it's not it, cheaper than getting a it's, fucking gun. It's it, it's really not. It's not cheaper in terms of. So if you want to 3D print a gun, you got to buy the printer, you got to buy the filament, you have to know how to do that mm-hmm. shit without setting your house on fire. Then you got to buy all the parts and put that shit together and hope it doesn't fucking explode in your hand. Like people, like it, and that's the thing that like I've tried to explain to like people back home when like i bring up like because i know so many like gun guys who are also like anti-ghost gun people yeah and they have totally swallowed that fox news kool-aid because so it's weird. even on, like tucker and hannity and shit like the ghost gun thing yeah that shit's so weird and it's like people talking about like you know how how ghost guns are this and that and i don't have the numbers in front of me but like you can look it up like nationally and like in your state but like there are statistics that show how much a percentage of the gun violence, you know, deaths and like other crimes right. caused by firearms is unregistered firearms, and it is not a lot. It's really like, not. Like there are not that many fucking unregistered it's all stolen firearms. Yeah, it's mainly stolen, and mm-hmm. a stolen gun is not a ghost gun. Like right. there are someone paid for that in a store and went through a background background check and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, honestly, it's someone fucking used a gun to kill someone, and then they pass it off to their friend for a couple hundred bucks in a different state, and didn't fucking tell them. Yep. You know, and then mm-hmm. it's just like that gun is used by like eight different people, and then finally someone. That's gets how fucking all sloppy. the guns are. They all have hella bodies on them, and you yeah. just throw them in the river. Like, yeah, that's all. That's literally all it is. You put it in a bag, and you put it in a fucking field, and some idiot puts their fingerprints on it, and it's not yep. your fucking problem anymore. You don't even have to do all that. Like you could just straight do the wire with it and fucking just throw it in the Patapsco, or yeah. you could fucking like, fucking throw it in Jones Falls. Like, let's yeah. be fucking if real. If you leave that shit in the bushes within 24 hours, it's any gone. fucking evidence is gone. I have a really funny story about that um, where a close friend um, who I will not name on mic <laughs> was working and found a fanny pack on the ground and picked it up. Oh my God. And spent the whole day with it on their person. Oh my God. And then eventually got curious and looked in the bag and there was a fucking nine millimeter in it and then did not know what to do. And so they hit me up when I was last summer when I was going to visit super producer Andrew. I was in Atlanta in a fucking gas station with my friend Clyde. Shout out fucking hot leather and uh, <laughs> what fucking corn fan 420 and shit on Instagram. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's my boy Clyde. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's a homie, like deep internet homie from like back in the day. And then nice. like we used to hang out on tour when he was still living up in Idaho and shit. But he's down in, in Atlanta now. Weird. So like I had a layover and went to go hang out with fucking Clyde. And we just like drove around Atlanta and like. You know, like it was fucking tight. Sounds sick. So I got a fucking phone call from my friend and he's like, hey, he told me what happened. He's like, I don't know what to do. And my immediate response was throw it in the fucking writ. Like throw it in the fucking water. Like get rid of it now. (laughs) And he was like, well, I've had it all day. And I was like, don't say these things. Like, like if we're on the phone, if you're going to like tell someone what is happening like you need to get your story airtight so like yeah you're either calling the cops and saying hey baby found the gun gun go boom boom right i didn't do anything with it though or 
You fucking throw that shit in the river. You don't fucking text anyone about it. You never you think about it again. And you don't touch it with your hands. And he went fucking dead silent when I was like, did you touch the gun with your fingers? Oh my God. Yeah. Throw that shit in the river. And then bro. he, he like the silence was like, dude, are you fucked? I was like, well, now you're fucked. Like you have to throw it, that shit in the river. Or like, if you want to be like, I don't know, dude, like my advice is throw that shit in the fucking river and don't tell anyone about it. But he told so many fucking people. That's so stupid. And so then he told me like later what happened is like he waited like two days and then fucking like called the cops and said he found a gun. And so they did the fucking trade off like the wire style in like an abandoned parking lot. And I was like, first of all, why would you ever meet a cop in a fucking abandoned lot somewhere? And he said that he like, you know, pulled up and then like the cops pulled up and like made him like sit in the car and like pop the trunk. And then like one dude stood by the fucking pass, like, driver's side door and like grilled him while the other guy just like went through his fucking trunk and like got the gun and was like why'd you hold on to it why didn't you give it up originally like you know like, like grilling him and shit first of all that gun was then taken by those cops stolen and then taken up to philly and sold for 400 dollars. So right missed the fucking rent payment <laughs> easy rent payment on that one my g but like it's yeah, it, but that's, that's crazy. That's what happened. That is where most people get their guns. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, even like 80%, you have to fucking use a Dremel, and that shit's so easy to fuck up. And then if you fuck it up, you're out, and you have to get another one. But that's, like, yeah. I was I was explaining this to, you know, the these people, like these right-wing people who I know, where it's like, you understand, like, the people who commit gun crime, not even gun violence, they're gun They're already crime. breaking the fucking law to get the gun in the first exactly, place. Exactly, but they're fucking poor and desperate. Yeah. Like, just because there's, like, the, the, like, your understanding of, like, an urban, like, criminal is, like, a fucking Migos video where they're waving around <laughs> fucking Uzis and shit, like... That's not real. No. People who commit gun crime, people who even carry guns, like, to fucking flash and a lot of it is just for posturing yeah, it really is is out of desperation it's mm -hmm. not because it's cool and fun and an easy way to like why would you risk your fucking life and freedom for 40 fucking dollars at a gas station right, right. like you that's have to what, be so hard up to do that yeah that, and that's what cody will fuck cody wilson but he's uh was the 3d printed gun guy that was saying back when all that shit first got off oh like, is he the dude who like went to who got like real in trouble the, chomo, the, the yeah. texas guy or whatever mm -hmm. yep him. oh yeah i forgot that he was a fucking diddler fuck that yeah dude. fuck him but um uh he was saying like like I said, and this was back in like 2011, 2012, 2013, back when 3D printers were like $1,000, $2,000 a pop. Mm -hmm. Like you're not spending the, bar the, the price of entry to get the printer and get it going and put all that effort into getting to know how to use it and make sure the weapons you print function properly yeah, to, knock over, to knock over a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Right? Like you're not going to spend three times the money to print an AR to go rob a fucking Exxon. To get $600 and $20 bills. Yeah. And <laughs> risk being fucking like getting into a, a fucking, you know, yeah. a heat style shootout right. at and, the fucking mall. And fucking risk getting caught with that and yeah. catching insta feds yeah for an unregistered fucking rifle oh 100 like and so i'm trying to explain this and i'm like dude like i don't understand why like the predominant like fox news crowd vision of like 3d printed gun owners is like you're somehow super poor and uneducated yet you're also fucking tyler durden right like i really don't understand this like weird like persona that is being cast upon like this fake population that yeah. is like somehow like poor and desperate and like pieces of shit, but then have the resources both like materially and like, like from like an education standpoint to make a fucking firearm that costs way more and is way more trouble than just getting one from your friend who like needs to get rid of their hot gun. That's fascism. The Untermenschen. These people are inferior, but they control everything at the same time. So we got to deal with them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like just blatantly like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. And literally just say what you mean, dude. Say that you, you want to take guns away from black people. Yeah. You want shit. another reason to arrest black people. You yeah. want another reason to get black people mm -hmm. out of your fucking state. And so now you have convinced yourself that they all somehow have 
untraceable firearms. They all have 3D printed fucking guns. The one thing I thought was cool though was the Myanmar shit where uh, all those rebels had fucking like FGC9s and all these other printed guns and shit. Oh, 100%. That shit was kind of tight. But yeah, but here, like, nah, it's if there, if I would be, I would say that that's more of a problem in places like like European countries where the gun you laws can't are get strict. a fucking gun, right? Yeah, so you're either getting like surplus USSR shit or you're fucking printing that shit, mm-hmm. and the you're going to the actual like mob, like you're going to like to like some fucking Chechen dudes and being like, yeah, I need a pistol. Some dude in a tracksuit is going to hand you a fucking yeah. old school Russian Tokarev fucking pistol that hasn't been fired in 37 fucking years. Yep. And you got to hope that that bitch doesn't explode in your hands either. Like, yeah, for real. It's yeah. I don't know. It, it's silly to think that Americans are going to go the most difficult route possible to get a firearm. Like, I feel like if I wanted to right now, you know, I could get a gun a hot gun in two or three hours. Yeah. But it would take me two or three weeks to get a 3d printed gun, even for someone to agree to do it or like for me to get, you know what I mean? Like they're not fucking accessible. Yeah. They're really not. It's fucking ridiculous. that This is (laughs) such a big fucking deal. Like it's just so silly. It's just, they can't, it's like non-issue like measures. Cause the other thing is the shit's just going to get repealed. Like, yeah, I knew, I knew gun control wasn't going to be a thing in this country after Sandy Hook and all them little white kids got put in a spliff and nothing happened after that. Well, Alex Jones is currently right now on trial for that. Right. Shit. Yeah. Alex Jones got in more trouble than the gun lobby. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Like, he is the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Of that whole era of like American politics. Right. So and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that because I support the motherfucker. Like he slammed. <laughs> he just that's the facts. Yeah, he, he did sucks. So but. much crazy shit involving Sandy Hook. He um, was having all that fun reaping, and now he's not having a fun sowing. I wonder why that is. Right. I definitely <laughs> recommend people if you have the time listen to the show Knowledge Fight. It breaks mm. down Alex Jones's show. It breaks down Infowars three times a week. They do like hour long episodes. It's fucking crazy. And the only reason why I started listening to it is because, like, I didn't realize, like, how much Alex Jones, like, he, and he talks about how he's, like, the biggest thing ever he has. It's kind of like when people t- try to tell you how many people died under communism. Yeah, right. And it's 800 million billion, you know, like, that's how many viewers Alex Jones allegedly has. 97 gorillion people. Yeah, from, ooh. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know numbers was racist now, too. <laughs> that's a Hassan thing. I'm fucking. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> But so, like, it shows how in touch I am with what's hip right now. But, like, um, no, like, he fucking talks all the time about, like, how big his platform is and stuff. And, like, that's bullshit. But he really is tapped into two of the most influential people on the pseudo-conservative, like, network. Joe that, Rogan. And Tucker Carlson. Yep. He worships at the altar of Tucker Carlson, and he has the ear of Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. So he like, and both of these people, Tucker and Joe, will distance themselves publicly from him, right? Even though like he still goes to dinner with Joe Rogan, like they they hang out, they run in the same they're circles, buds, yeah, they're buddies. Alex, every time they hang out, Alex Jones talks about it for 20, 30, 40 fucking minutes on his show. One, because he needs filler content, but two, because he's so proud to be Joe Rogan's fucking friend. Right. Joe does not talk about hanging out with Alex as much as as that, but Joe doesn't want to risk the bag. He needs to secure the bag. He's like, I don't want to get sued. I don't want no shit like oh, that. He was a big libertarian guy until Spotify gave him that two million and said, right. well, you got to play a lot of ball for mm-hmm. this money, you fucking moron. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's important to keep up with what Alex Jones is doing because he synthesizes Joe Rogan and he synthesizes Tucker Carlson and he legitimately has made a career out of only reading the headline and then going full cue, full psycho with it. And so you are going to get a better understanding of like the wild ass conservatives, the wild wild ass groipers, the wild ass like oh, yeah. right wing people from understanding what's happening in Alex Jones world than like by watching Tucker Carlson. Right. Tucker and Hannity are fucking boring and it's for your boring like grandparents and your boring uncles and shit. Facts. Your racist Aunt Kathy. Exactly. That's for people who really aren't <laughs> involved in anything. They just want to sit and like have it be background noise and then complain and then justify why they won't like what you know why they gave up their Ravens tickets in 2007 because crime got so bad. Right. right? They, why they burned their Nikes. Exactly. It's it's people who want to complain about Colin Kaepernick. 
The right. Alex Jones crowd are the ones who are shooting up fucking schools. Yep. They're the ones who are radicalizing youth. They're the ones who are internet savvy and are creating Discord servers and fucking all these other chat rooms yep. that are radicalizing the weird fucking kids like we were talking about earlier. The like, Nick Fuentes, the, the Grapers, All yeah. of those dudes are all the Alex Jones ilks. So, like, you need to be, I don't know, like, I don't want to get too preachy about it, but I think it is definitely beneficial if you want to be on the left in any respect. You need to understand what you're up against and what you're up against, for better or worse, are people who are somehow, like, parallel to Alex Jones' thought. Alex Jones is just low key entertaining. Like from if from a standpoint of knowing what he is and knowing that he's full of shit. If you're watching this shit, it can be frustrating sometimes because you're like, why is this dude just blatantly fucking lying? But when he's when he's like hopped up. I'm pretty sure he's on that Don Junior fucking dandruff. Like, he's, oh yeah, you know what I mean. He's on that Miley. One hundred percent. He fucks with that Miley. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the thing because you can tell when he has like low energy and high energy shows. Yep. Um, I will say that back in the day, he was super entertaining. Turning the frog gay shit. Oh, yeah. 100%. Pre, it was, was during the George Bush era, like George Bush era, Alex Jones was low key. He was shooting threes just because it was so fucking was entertaining. So Even the Obama shit was funny because he's just saying the most like ridiculous shit where he would just be like, worshiping at the altar of Obama. Oh, you right. liberals would do anything for your Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, say like. That shit's funny when he's trying to be Bowser. I became know? aware of him in the last like two years of George Bush's presidency. And it was that's when it was funny because it was like George Bush is going to declare martial law so he can mm -hmm. remain emperor of America. Yeah. That kind of crazy Back shit. Back when he was on his like fucking Ron Paul, like John Birch shit. When he was actually anti war. Yeah. Right. When he was, yeah. But now, like I will say, he's like not entertaining anymore because right. the hammer is coming down from Sandy Hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he is going to have to pay he's a lot of money. He's watching what the fuck he's saying on that platform now. And he is like, he is suffering from mental decline. His health is fa like <laughs> he really is like not handling this well. His and nuts are shrinking from all that roids. From all like the tactical bath he sells. <laughs> but like, in all honesty, like to humanize this man, like I can't imagine being in his position. And I'm honestly surprised. I think that if a lot of other people who are of that same ilk who want to be Alex Jones, could never be Alex Jones because as soon as you have like multi-day, multi-session de uh, depositions for the Sandy Hook thing, you put a fucking gun in your mouth. Right. I was going to say, Alex Jones is definitely one of one. Like 100%. And, and he, he is, you know, like he's been analyzed through and through. There's a really good episode of like decoding the gurus on him. Like there, there's so many like episodes. I don't know if they did an actual episode on him, but they, they he gets brought up constantly. Like when they talk about like Steve Bannon and stuff, yeah. like, but it, it, he is a very interesting person in American politics. Whether you want to acknowledge him or not, he is there and he is he's a key powerful. figure. Yeah. Speaking of key figures, before we wrap up, we have to do the biggest RIP in a long time for oh, fucking Gilbert Godfrey. Damn, got put in a spliff. That shit's crazy. I remember when I first read that, I was like, damn, it's fucked up. I first thought of, uh, uh, not Rafiki. What was the fucking pot? The the bird. Parrot. Yeah. Oh fuck! I can't remember the parrot's name. Yeah. Oh, I know. I gotta look it up. But um, hold on. Let's see. That is Aladdin. Rafiki was the baboon. Yeah. Aladdin parrot's name was and from oh, like Iago, right? Iago. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude. Uh, R.I.P. to a real one. To this day, Gilbert Gottfried has one of my favorite episodes of uh, Celebrity Wife Swap. He came at someone's neck too. I think it was like Joan Rivers or somebody that he just like fucking absolutely blasted to their face. That shit was funny too. I can't remember who it was. He's done that to a lot of people. I just love when there's like beef like that. Like when John Lovitz beat the fuck out of Andy Dick. That shit's hilarious to me. Oh yeah. So for people who have we talked about that before on Mike? I don't even I don't know. I don't think so. That's one of my like favorite pieces of like Hollywood drama lore, like almost like the only one Legend I like, shit. Yeah, the only one I like more than that was when George Lopez beat the fuck out of Carlos Mencia. Oh yeah, for stealing this fucking yeah, whole thing. That shit's hilarious. That too. was also a funny thing if you look up all like Joe Rogan confronting the yeah. fucking That's when Joe Rogan was tight. Joe Rogan confronting Carlos Mencia, yeah. Yeah, and like being like, You're a bitch, you stole you steal jokes, like fuck you. Right. And Bobby Lee, shout out Bobby Lee, one of my favorite comedians. Bobby Lee was just kinda like, hey, I don't know, like really uncomfortable. Like, this is my friend, but he is kind of corny. Like he's super corny. Um, but oh yeah, the fucking um, the Andy Dick thing is um so fucking 
Phil Hartman was Troy McClure amongst countless other things in the comedy world. If you don't know who he is by name, you know him by voice at least, if not by face. Phil Hartman is goaded. Phil Hartman was one of the best American comedians there ever was in every avenue of being a comedian, right? He just really was amazing. His timing was just perfect. He was he was honestly like uh, an inspiration for most people who are worth anything in the in the comedy world. And so he was murdered by his wife, uh, shot him in his bed. And this was because she relapsed and had a break and killed Phil, right? Now, the story goes that the relapse happened because, because of Andy. Andy Dick gave her a bunch of coke one night. And then that started her relapse. That then ended with Phil getting fucking murdered. Now, John Lovitz was a very close friend of Phil Hartman. And if you don't know John Lovitz, again, by name, you know him by fucking voice and you know him by sight, right? You know this man. He's right. awesome. He's very underrated, just personality. Also goaded. Yeah. Also goaded. One of the funniest men out there. And so one night at the uh, comedy store, I believe it was, at the yep, bar, it was. Andy Dick was there drinking. No one likes Andy Dick. Andy Dick was there drinking. Phil Hartman was there. They started talking. Andy Dick's fucking wasted and made some comment about the Hartman curse and how he like cursed the wife or something. It was going to put the curse on John Lovitz. Yeah, and said that he's going to put the curse on John Lovitz and he all this shit. His ass. Because John Lovitz came up to him and was like, yo, I know that you gave her the fucking drugs. Like, you're a piece of shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then Andy Dick said, like, I'll put the curse on you too. And John Lovitz bounced Andy Dick's face off the bar <laughs> multiple times, busted his face up. And allegedly, no one fucking flinched. Oh, no one know. did or said anything to reprimand him. And he just like walked away, which I, it must be so satisfying. He said what he said. 100%. He said what he said. But like, honestly, like who could fucking blame him? He put him where I didn't know this until today, too. I didn't know that Robin Williams got John Belushi dealt with. Really? Yeah. Apparently, the story is like, um, John Bush was on SNL. Uh, Robin Williams had just started doing work in Mindy. They were in adjacent studios. One of the producers from SNL was like, yo, John, you got to meet this dude, Robin Williams. He's funny as fuck. You guys love each other. And they spent all night railing lines. And the next morning, John Belushi was dead. That's what the story that I heard today. Yeah. It, that's a very common... There, the, there's a really if you watch the National Lampoon movie where they talk about the dude who created National Lampoon, like Chevy Chase did the same thing. Yikes! Where Chevy Chase went to fucking Hawaii while the guy was at fucking rehab and brought a bunch of coke with him, went on a fucking coke bender. Chevy Chase leaves, and then this dude like jumps off a fucking cliff. Sheesh! Like it's it's very very common in Hollywood. So before we end everything to to lighten the mood a little bit <laughs> um there is an update for the mica uh staff Ooh. union um they got their vote date hey things, yeah so things are moving along um not going to say it's because we feature them on the show but i don't think there's i mean it's a it's, pretty we crazy can't say, right you can't prove that it isn't right right <laughs> bolchevex bump um so tuesday may 3rd from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. and then Wednesday, May 4th, from 5 to 7 p.m. Okay, will be the um, the election stuff. It's in uh, Flavy Hall. That's a funny name. Or yeah. Falvey, F-A-L-V-E-Y Hall. Hmm. It's a Micah thing, but so you know, it's fucking tight that they had that going on. Hell yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, that's it. Oh, sorry, we didn't have an episode last week. We ran into <laughs> some technical difficulties. That we'll, we'll be, call it that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 had some some issues behind the scenes. Um, but maybe there was a letter to the editor. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Management had to get involved. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, fuck yeah. So do you want to do your pluggy plugs and then I'll plug mine? And um, yeah, EndlessCemetery.com. Um, really, you can just go to twitch.tv slash EndlessCemetery and you'll probably find everything I'm into there. Um, uh, I should pull up my music because I'm about to start doing that again and everybody tells me I should. So SoundCloud.com slash Nightmare Difficulty. I make uh, video game tunes. And uh yeah, that's it. Fuck yeah. Um you can find me everywhere at Lord Hooper. 
Um, we have Andrew and I do two other podcasts, Fish to Break the Surface. We're now on a regular posting schedule for that, where it's a Berserk book club. We are barreling through the conviction arc right now. Um, so things are getting heavy. Still have a lot to go from that. And then we will be moving on to a different property. And um, the Hatening will be coming back very soon as well. We should well. do Gundam. That would be really fun. Be sick. That would be really fun. I'm definitely down to do that. I'm trying to get the next thing to be Baki. Baki would be tight. But I we haven't really like we also talked about Gantz maybe being a thing. I didn't really get into Gantz. I saw Gantz, it looked cool, but I didn't really get into it. Yeah. I mean, well, we we still have a lot to the side. Um Word. Yeah. And then so in terms of show stuff, you can find Bolcheveks um on all social media platforms from there you can find the individual profiles for myself kevin and super producer andrew we have a patreon for five bucks a month you get an extra episode every time we post episodes uh there will be a fun episode uh waiting for you if you subscribe this week (laughs) um we also have a discord uh server discord chat where you know that's pretty chill too really yeah i'm trying to get in that yeah yeah i'm so i thought i sent it to you already that's very funny um it's only for patrons, but like it's, you know, it's chill. Yeah, it's chill. It's very chill. Um, I, uh, we have a website uh, that actually just changed because fucking, I guess, Jordan like got rid of his GoDaddy account. So I was like <laughs> trying to plug shit and like the link was dead. So now it's back to bolchefix.transistor.fm. Um, I think that's it. Well, I am. Bye. <laughs>